Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Buzzing About Romance. And on this quick shot of romance, I am joined once again by Rachel, who is Read with Rachel on Instagram. And her and I are reviewing Ready to Run by Dr. Rebecca Sharp. And this is book one in her Country Love Collection series. Welcome back to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Okay, you want to go ahead and read the synopsis from Goodreads? Yep. Runaway Bride meets Father of the Bride in the new steamy rom-com from best-selling author Dr. Rebecca Sharp that will have you laughing and swooning all the way down the aisle. Dixie Dorothea Winston cannot get married. After leaving three grooms at the altar, she fled her small-town infamy for the big city, hiding her past in plain sight. Winston Weddings by Thea Winston. Because those who can't wed, plan. Now she's the most sought-after wedding planner in Manhattan. Though she's handled many bridezillas and momsters, they has never dealt with a man like Oliver Kingsley, the father of the bride. Wealthy, demanding, divorced. Oliver's determined to give his daughter the perfect wedding with Thea's help. But the fiery, gorgeous businesswoman isn't what he expected, and neither is the attraction between them. From cake tastings to dress fittings, Oliver's daughter misses one event after another, giving Thea more time with the brooding billionaire than she bargained for. And it's not long before the lines begin to blur around the roles they're supposed to play. But Thea knows too well how this works. First comes love, then comes marriage. She needs to keep her heart in check because when it comes to walking down the aisle herself, the only thing she's ready to do is run. Okay, so this was released February 29th of 2020, so it's a little bit older. Um, Tropes were billionaire, age gap, which isn't a big age gap, but there is a little bit of one. Rom-com, single parent, slow burn, and touch runaway bride, because she is the runaway bride. And the steam level is about a three out of five, because it's not super steamy, but like the scenes that you get, ooh, they're good. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the prologue because this basically introduces Thea in like in her element in Louisiana where she's from. Yes, I I really loved that we got to see all three times and how mm-hmm. they were all very different reasons, but all valid. Yes, reasons, but they were all different. Mm-hmm. Well, and one thing I disliked her parents so much, especially after the last one, like the first one, like you can kind of understand, like she's 18 years old, like, but she just, she makes the decision that she is not ready for the kind of life that her husband to be wants her to have. Like that is not the type of person she wants to be. And so she makes the decision before they get married, which yes, it's the day of the wedding, which is not always the best choice, but again, she's 18. Um, so she makes the decision that she can't, she cannot live that type of life. She does not want to be a stay at home mom who just has babies. Like she wants to do something with her life. And then the second wedding, he is having sex with the bridesmaid, like at the wedding. Yes. Like, before they're getting like right before they're supposed to get married. And we're not spoiling anything. Like all of this happens in the first like 20 pages of the book. So like if you're reading this book, like you're not surprised. So I was mad that her mom like didn't see him cheating on her Mm -hmm. as a problem. 
Like, oh, if he's yeah. up before the wedding, like, what makes you think that he's not going it, to continue well, to do it? That's the thing. And her mom is basically like, just look past it. Like, you're fine. Like, this isn't anything to worry about. But it's definitely some, that is not how you want to start a relationship, especially when, <laughs> like, not. clearly it's not something that's new. Like, she even makes a comment about these flowers that he has been giving to this woman that he has been cheating on her with buying from her where she works yes and then the last wedding like she gets hit and she is done but then her parents like surprise her with this wedding that she has to go through with right i just i lost all respect for them in that moment because who does that like she told her mom what happened and her mom was like oh well like this is the wedding. Like you have to do this. Like you, I can't have you like do this three times. And the audacity to plan her wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this one wasn't even her fault. Like sure they were engaged, but she was telling everyone that she wasn't ready yet. So yeah. like, that's not on her. No, it's not on her, but I, I just, I give her a lot of credit for making those decisions. Like Yes, like she was young because there's only a couple years between each of these. And so maybe she went into them kind of like with rose colored glasses because she loves the idea of love. She loves the idea of weddings. But she, in those moments, like when the people she was supposed to marry did her wrong, like she chose herself. And I thought that was very mature and intelligent of her. Yeah, I completely agree because she knew how people would think of her in her Mm -hmm. small town and she still like went with what she wanted regardless of what other people would think well and I think that was a huge deciding factor that after the third wedding like she said like she talked about like how she was running all the time but like so she made the decision to be done like she was done with chick chick root or chicks chick town or yes whatever one of the something like that she was done so she moved to new york city and it's i think it's 10 years later from the the prologue okay it might have been eight and so she is a boss babe wedding planner like she is in charge of her life she is she is full steam ahead like in her work but she keeps herself pretty closed off still like she she doesn't date. And if she does date, it only gets so far. Like it never moves past a certain point. But I just, I felt kind of bad because she's in this position where she she keeps herself back from so many things because of what happened like in her hometown. Yeah, it almost seemed like she didn't let anyone in, like mm-hmm. not men or like female friends. Right. Like she had her employees, but she really, it, it was just, just her. Like she it didn't was... trust herself. Well, it was like her against the world because she didn't have the support from the people she was supposed to have support right. from. So why would she trust people that she doesn't know? Which I felt bad for her, but at the same time, I, I love the fact that she took that and she ran with it. Like she had a good reput- reputation. She had a good business sense. Like she, she was not she was missing out on those emotional connections, but she wasn't missing out on her life. Right. It didn't like kill her confidence. Mm-hmm. I would say. 
Okay, so let's talk about Oliver just a little bit. So Oliver is a super, super intense businessman who's honestly like he's a little out of touch with the people around him, but you know he loves his daughter. So he makes this decision to get Thea to plan her wedding in four weeks and wants to do it at the plaza, which I mean, I guess that's a big deal. I don't, I don't know. But so he is like, I will pay whatever I have to. I will do what I have to do. This is going to be done. But he's kind of out of touch with reality in a sense, because you know, he loves his daughter so much and she, like he shows how much he loves her, but he's so oblivious to like her social cues. Yes, I like could pick up on it like immediately, right? Like mm -hmm. you could tell and like they could tell just yeah. Oliver's like oh well this like makes sense she seemed worried about this mm -hmm. and like this is why she I'm like is, is it a way. worry or is it an excuse and he chose to just like ignore Saul yes in the way he knew how which was to throw money at everything well because he's a businessman like if he can't solve it like with a contract then what's the point and I just there's times in the book where the him and Jillian had such good conversations. Like, yes, there was like deciding factors that created the reasoning behind these big like conversations and emotional like factors. But I just love that like he really truly listened to her when the time was important. Yes, and he, he pretty quickly realized like what he did wrong. Mm -hmm which you don't always see. Sometimes I feel like it goes on and on for like No, um, we'll talk about that in just a minute. So when Oliver and Thea first meet, so she is picking up stuff for a bride at a, a shop and she proceeds to, to drop the bag and get her, her heels stuck in the sidewalk and then drop everything all over the sidewalk i like <laughs> felt mortified that would be so embarrassing because it wasn't like one or two <laughs> like and it started vibrating on the sidewalk i think i would just leave <laughs> like if i were in that situation like she obviously makes a lot of money yeah I'm pretty sure I would just be oh, like, but she was okay, stuck though, so like she couldn't leave. Like I'd she was stuck. In... Yeah, but would you walk on New York City sidewalks without shoes on? I I think it wouldn't matter. I'd regret it immediately after. But you wouldn't care because you would but not be stuck in that moment. Be like, this is too embarrassing. <laughs> I gotta go. That would be. But I just thought it was hilarious. And then she, like the whole part where she, it's like vibrating. She's like, oh, there's a remote. I can just turn it off with this. He's like, oh, there's remotes for those. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just one of those meat cutes that like it's memorable. Like you won't forget it. And it's so, it's just really funny. Yeah, it, it was super memorable. And I love how like normal they acted about it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's every day that I drop. Just like, bags of oh, these everywhere. Conversation about this remote controlled vibrator, like, because totally everybody normal. drops bags of them on the sidewalk and they just start working. Right. 
But so their interaction, like from the meet cute until Oliver does his boneheaded thing at like towards the end, like you can feel the chemistry and you can feel like mm -hmm. the feelings that they're creating, which yes, it's a slow burn, but, but at the same time, like you don't miss it because you like, you feel the connection between them, like the interactions, like the cake testing, like there's little moments during the cake testing where you're like, wow, like to be a fly on the wall or that chef and watch like the way they're interacting. Mm -hmm. And I just, I thought that that was just such a good use of the fact that Jillian refused to be at these things. And she was almost like, I mean, she wasn't almost, she was definitely pushing the two of them together. And it worked out really in her favor because like she was, she didn't want, she was terrified of mm -hmm. confronting her dad. But at the same time, like she knew like the instant that she saw these two together, like they were meant to be together. Yep, I completely agree. Like I loved all of their interactions. Like, and you could tell that they were both kind of fighting it. They mm -hmm. are more so. Yeah. Because there is like, it's not forbidden, mm -mm. but it's it's considered unprofessional, right? And she prides herself on being professional and she's worried about what people might think mm -hmm. if she is with, you know, like the second richest man in New York. Well, and she's also, she also has the fear of her past coming back in like rearing its ugly head. And she doesn't want that to happen because who's going to trust a wedding planner that ran away from three of her weddings? Like she's already a single woman wedding planner who doesn't have a successful relationship since she's been doing this. And then if they find all that stuff out, like she is a three time runaway bride on top of it, who is going to trust her? judgment in that sense but but they don't know her like personally so it, it's right. frustrating that people would make those decisions based on that but it, it happens yeah especially being at the top of the game like she is like if she was just a average wedding planner no one would care but she would definitely end up in the tabloids well and they did they did <laughs> And it kind of came back to bite her in the butt just a little bit because they are in the tabloids. Like her real name has not been put out there at all. But so Oliver gets a phone call from somebody and we won't say who, because it's not important at this moment. You got to read the book to find out. And he is told about her past and he does not have a good reaction, but we're not going to spoil it by saying what he does or how he does it. But I felt so bad for her because he just went on gut reactions, didn't think any of it through, just was like that he was a businessman mm -hmm. in that in that moment and in that sense. And he did not want to move past like just the the like bare minimum of what he yeah. was told. Yeah, that was super frustrating. <laughs> well, but I just I love the fact that she she laid it out for him in in layman's terms, like almost emotionally less, like no emotion yes. whatsoever. Like when she basically laid it out and was like, this is why this one didn't work. This is why this one didn't work. And he hit me and this is why this one didn't work. And so in that moment when she is just laying her truth on him, mm -hmm. like you can feel like 
him shutting down. Like I made a huge mistake, but how do I come back from this? But he comes back and he comes back good. He does. And I love that she wasn't like begging him. Like she knew she was not in the wrong. Right. And she wasn't questioning what she did in the past. Well, like and she, she knew she made a mistake in not telling him, but she owned up to that. Like when she was talking to him, like she's even said, I should have told you myself before things went farther, but she, she owned up to that. She apologized for that, but she was not going to apologize for being who she was and making the decisions that she did because the decisions that she has made made her the person that she is. And like, he fell in love mm-hmm. with the person that she is, not who she used to be. Exactly. Okay. So did you like this book? Yes, I did like this book a lot. So this came out before I started reading her books. Okay. And she's quickly become like one of my favorite authors. So these first few in the Country Love series, I need to read. So I was excited to read this one. Yes, I enjoyed this book too. This series, honestly, like it's been hit or miss for me. Like But the series starter, which this one is, is one of my favorites out of all of them. But she is not typically a rom-com writer. Like this whole series was kind of a a new venture for her. And I think she did it really well. She misses the mark a little bit on a couple of the stories, but they're not bad. Like, and that's one of the big things. And some people love them. Um, But it just, but this one is very, very good. Um, so who would typically like this book? Um, I'd say fans of rom-coms. And then if you're a fan of any of the tropes we mentioned earlier, like billionaire, single parent, a little bit of runaway bride, then I think you'd like this book. Yeah. Fans who like a slight age gap and a grump, like it's not grumpy sunshine. Cause I wouldn't say Thea is a sunshine, but like Oliver is definitely a grumpy hero. Um, in rom-com, but not super heavy on like the ridiculous, like there are some really funny moments, but overall, like, it's not like laugh out loud. Like, right. I don't, I don't like laugh uncontrollably. Like I giggle a decent amount in this one. Yeah, I was Sometimes say it's like a nice, a nice mix. So would you recommend this book? I would definitely recommend this book. I would too. And I actually have recommended this series, especially as like a nice buffer, like into Rebecca Sharp, like, cause some of her books are, they're very like anti-hero, like they're, they're well-written. She writes a good book, but if you're not sure, like if you want to read some of her more intense series, like this is a really good segue into her world of writing. Yeah. You definitely get a good feel for her writing style Mm -hmm. reading this series. Yeah. Well, So thank you for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Thanks for having me. All right. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.